full-time nomad burgs. Traveling and working remotely. I don't have a house. I'm selling my car. I bought two new suitcases, which have really helped. And uh, I'm back on the road as of time of recording, three days' time. I'm off to, off to Thailand for a month as my first destination. Welcome back to another episode of The Benenberg Show with your favorite MBA and high school dropout. Today, we're talking about how I have become a full-time nomad burgs. Traveling and working remotely. I don't have a house. I'm selling my car. I bought two new suitcases, which have really helped because that's all my shit in there right now. And uh, I'm back on the road as of time of recording, three days' time. I'm off to, off to Thailand for a month as my first destination. So what you're saying is you're just fancy homeless, mate. <laughs> well, what's the proper one? It's, it's vagabond, where you don't have like a fixed address. I say that to people at conferences, like, oh, where do you live? I'm like, oh, no, I'm homeless. <laughs> Crypto, mate, just ruined Crypto. it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, as of seven months ago now, uh, I used to live in St. Kilda in Melbourne, got rid of that place, and I've, I've been traveling full-time ever since. I've always wanted to travel, but the business that you know we're in and you know we're a fully remote life, uh, laptop lifestyle allows me to be able to be a full-time nomad. I'm very, very grateful to be the, um, you know, in this business that can support that. And obviously I don't have a rental, so I'm saving a shitload of money not having a, a you know, a place. So I'm basically putting that money into being able to travel and going around. I, I went to a few places last year, went to Singapore, Dubai, the US, I think that's it. And this year got a few more on the list. But I guess today, Berg, so we wanted to maybe go through what it's like traveling full-time and working, you know, remote work, pros and cons, how I do it, how much it costs, and a few other things that maybe we can w- walk through. Absolutely. And we're in the studio together, which is amazing. You're in Perth. I'm in Perth. Came to the promised land, mate. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not loving it so far. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he's literally talking. He's like, oh, man, I'm at the best hotel, and it's not too hot. And I had a cracking breakfast, and I went to the gym. This is sick, mate. It's so awesome. I bag it out because Berg's just like shits on Tasmania all the time. You know, he never wants mate, to come. So you're not even part of the mainland, oh. mate. You're just this little thing. You're like this little... Cancer that hangs off Australia, mate. Oh, <laughs> mate. Well, that might be a bit strong. Sorry, sorry, Tasmanians. <laughs> we, we have our our own island. It's very precious. We don't let anyone in. You, you know, you have to reach a certain standard to, to enter the state. You probably wouldn't meet those standards, though. You're probably why you shit on it, <laughs> mate. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't mind Perth. Perth is nice. I mean, the weather over here is cracking. You know, got nice beaches. I spent a little bit of time over here over the last couple of years, but. You know, it is nice. The only only shitty thing is it's man, it's five hours away from Tassie. You live in the past over here. Like we're we're already three hours behind. You know, even sunrise and stuff. What it must start at like what four a.m. here, three a.m. Even the news. You, if you were in Melbourne, you'd get it three three hours beforehand, but they delay it post over here. Like you're just living in the past. We don't even have daylight savings here, oh mate. That's how God. bad it is. Maybe maybe we're the true cancer of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> you're in your like, own little your own little bubble over we're here. We're in our own little bubble. Look, eventually they're just gonna like drill us out. We'll become our own country, mate. <laughs> Keep all the mining royalties for ourselves. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, basically, you know, first of all, I wanted to maybe go through travel plans. So the next month I'm going to, to Thailand to work f- uh, from remote. Uh, plan just a hotel for the first week. And then I actually haven't booked anything from there. I, 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 <laughs> You're so good at doing this. So Ben's come to Perth for three days and then he's flying to Thailand from here. And I just got in my... Mate, oh, you're going to Thailand? Like, how's it going to be? You're like, mate, I haven't even thought about it. <laughs> I'm like, bro, this is a huge move. You're going to be there for a month. And you're like, yeah, no, that's three days away, man. I haven't even thought about it. <laughs> so crazy. Where, where are you actually going to in Thailand? So I'm going to Phuket. I've never been there before. Yep. But there's a really big uh, remote working nomad community over there. So there's a lot of lot of co-working spaces, a lot of people that work remotely that have gone to Phuket, I guess, for the beach lifestyle. It's yep. cheap. The food. 
and I've been to Vietnam and Cambodia before and absolutely loved it. I was supposed to go to South America this about this time, but it's a bit of a bloodbath over there politically, so we thought, no, we wouldn't do that. Uh, I was going to go with a, a mate of mine, but he put out, and now I'm just going to go to Thailand on my own, and honestly, I actually prefer to travel on my own anyway. You do your own thing. You were thinking about Bali as well, but it was too... Like the weather wasn't that yeah, great? Yeah, wet season in Bali. So I'll probably, I'm actually doing that um, middle, middle of this year. But yeah, honestly, I just, I don't know, man. I I just like traveling. I like experiencing new things. I get excited about it. You know, there's obviously pros and cons to it. Uh, but yeah, especially going to like Asia, like it's it's relatively cheap. They've got great internet. Uh, well, okay, I haven't been, I haven't been to Thailand specifically, <laughs> so I'm sort of talking out of just what I've read. But yeah, I'm looking forward to but it. But they have huge digital nomad communities and incentives yeah. as well. And even all through Europe, like even Portugal has one where you don't pay any tax. It's crazy yeah. to attract those kind of people to yeah. your country. Exactly. And this is not just available to – it's anyone working remotely. And even if you're in an office and you go in a couple of days, you can even talk to your manager and ask them like, hey, for two or three weeks I want to go here. Yeah. It'll be exactly the same as I'm delivering now. I'll just be somewhere else. And it's a really awesome opportunity that the majority of us have nowadays. Well, I, I, I probably – I don't take it for granted. I'm very grateful – that I'm able to do it. But I guess what is interesting is that how few people do it. And the idea of just going to a place for a month is so foreign to a lot of people, especially yeah. my, you know, back in Tasmania, when I'm talking to some of my friends and family, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Thailand. They're like, oh, what for? Well, oh, just, just to work. Well, is there like, are you speaking over there? Like, no, I'm just going. I'm like, oh, like for how long for? Four weeks. You go for four weeks. What are you going to do over there? Work. Work. <laughs> where, where are you staying? Well, I don't know yet. I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. And there's – so with these, you know, geo-arbitrage opportunities, if you go and live in a country that's got a cheaper cost of living, first of all, it's cheaper to live there, but you could also potentially rent out your house or you don't have to pay your rent because you're not living here. Yeah. There's those added benefits. And then you can use that money to travel, have different experiences. Yeah. And when you look back on your life, you're going to be like, yeah, I spent an extra month in my house. Yeah. Well, I'll remember that crazy month I spent in Thailand. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, in my 20s, if I think about my 20s, like I want to look back on my 20s going, you know, I really gave it a crack. I was able to travel and, you know, and again, we mentioned this before, but a great, you know, not everyone has the opportunity to do, you know, traveling work you know full time so really you know awesome to be able to have that ability to go and do it so i just want to take it by the the kahunas and just go and get after it that's awesome mate and you said you've got you're going there for a month and you want to take a week off during that month yep go to a resort and just chill so i wasn't gonna do a resort and chill but i'm now doing kentucky so oh, boy. <laughs> i've never done kentucky before i am going over because i haven't really been able to take a break uh it took a bit of time over christmas but you know we had the australian open deal and it's just yeah yep. it was it was chaos so uh, a lot of work so yeah we're going to do kentucky one of my buddies is coming up my business buddies from eo is coming over from melbourne Lad. he's going to meet me in phuket and we're going to do uh yeah five or six days of traveling around the islands around phuket 24 people <laughs> and uh yeah. it's gonna be wild it's man. gonna be wild man uh, so i'm looking forward to that but yeah, what I'm most looking forward to is just being able to like get in a good routine. There's a there's a space I'm gonna. I think that's where I'm gonna book. It's like a co-living, co-working space. So think like a massive, you know, apartment complex with a, an attached co-working space with a pool and a bar and a cafe, so yep. you can go and sleep in your in your room, and then you can go down and work with other co um awesome. your co uh, sorry other independent workers. So that's what I'm most looking forward to. I did a little bit of that. Uh, well, actually, not nothing specifically like what they've got in Thailand. I think Thailand and Bali is really set up like that. When I've traveled to Dubai and the US, it's a little bit different. You sort of more, you get your Airbnbs and you go to a co-working space. But yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that in Thailand. It's pretty cheap. Like I got, 
flights from Perth to Phuket for 700 bucks return. Amazing. And, you know, accommodation and, you know, co-working in Thailand. I, I actually don't know how much it is. I think it's like a, a thousand or two thousand bucks for, you know, two or three weeks. So that's you know, wild. If you look at that in comparison to having a rental and all the costs and, things and the co-working you know, space, co-working space you have yeah. all together, it kind of worked out about the same. So. I saw this on an episode of House Hunters. You probably haven't watched it because you've got a life. But like when it's like later, when it's like you know, you just after dinner, and I just want to sit down and watch something boring and just you know de-stress. I'll put that on. And generally, it's like you know, a couple or a family they're moving somewhere overseas. International House Hunters, and the real estate agent will take them through three different houses, and then they'll have to decide which one they want. Uh, they actually did one. I'm pretty sure it was Thailand. And a guy was choosing between the different houses. He chose one of those houses you described. Yeah, right. So he's like, no, nah, I'm going to bail out of all the options you gave me. I'm going to do this instead. And it was so funny. He was, he's like you, right? Big wanker. And he's like, he's a, he's a tech bro. And then they had a share house. They had like, I think, 10 different rooms and then areas you could work and everything. And then he gets up at the end. And he gives a speech. And it's like this motivational speech. And like people listening, he's like, Today, like whenever you're doing this, that is not a day in the calendar. You have to put it in. It's like he's taking judgment. It was so funny. He's the biggest wanker. Totally reminded me of you. But the actual working space looked amazing because yeah. you're going to a different place. Yeah. There's people from all over the world. You can live together. You've got people there. You can work together. Yeah. You can go to pubs and everything. It's a really great setup. Yeah. And, and I like the freedom, honestly, to just be able to go and just try new things out, do things on your own schedule. Obviously, I'm, you know, continue to be pretty busy, but of an evening or a morning or, you know, during lunchtime, you got to check things out, weekends. And honestly, just, just to change up the scenery, meet new people. You know, I love all of that part about traveling and just being able to, like, have a suitcase and just having the freedom to go and do whatever. Like, you're not restricted to anything. You know, I love that. We are both suckers for personal growth and you get a lot of personal <clears throat> growth when traveling. You don't understand the language. Yeah. How do I find a toilet? <laughs> Fuck, my ATM card's not working. How yeah. do I get money? Yeah. Is this guy going to stab me in the cab I'm in? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to a girl's house. Is she going to rob me? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I always Is crazy. she a ladyboy? <laughs> <laughs> mate, you you got to watch out, son. Like, <laughs> you're, going, you're going to Thailand, mate. <laughs> um, so that, that's like a lot of the, the pros. Obviously, the cons, as you just mentioned there, because I mean, the cons, the downside is like, you know, sometimes you, you do miss having a physical location, being able to, you know, build an office or have a recording studio constantly. Like I've got a, 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 a suitcase all with all my content, podcasting, camera stuff, yep. suitcase with all my clothes and everything else. So you're having to carry that all around. And sometimes, you know, moving hotels can become annoying. But, you know, the traveling I did last year, you know, across those, you know, the US, Dubai and Singapore was, was honestly really fun. It is it is tough the first couple of weeks, especially traveling alone. I remember Dubai, I was like, fuck this place, man. I was like, you know. Because that would be completely, completely foreign. Yeah, so foreign. And um, you had a lot of work to do by yourself. There's a lot going on. I went there for work. And it was it was it was difficult, but once you get in the swing of things, uh, it's awesome. And then you meet people, and you sort of become friends and connected. And it's just a different, you know, it's just unique, you know. I, and I and I just like the idea of trying new things, you know. Yeah. And that's what I, that's what motivates me to do it. And you're gonna have just those Ben challenges, like when you're in Dubai and you're trying to work out your washing machine. Oh mate. my goodness, the or, washing machine. Yeah, or you're trying to iron your shirt when you're oh. going for a date, and it ends up more crinkly than it was before. So Fuck, good. You know. good luck to that when it's all in another language, mate. People must just think and look at me like it's just a just t- typical tech bro, just got no idea what he's doing outside of um, outside of business. You got you got the soft hands, mate. Honestly, <laughs> everything is like, is there an app for that? Like, just YouTube it. At least this will help you grow some teeth, mate. You, you actually be able to lie if your mum's not around to do your laundry, mate. <laughs> no, nah, like looking forward to it. So yeah, coming back and then uh, from Thailand and then you're yeah, going to the going to the US for a few weeks we've got the crypto conferences coming up in April which I'm looking forward to that's going to be huge so we'll keep people apprised of 
what Ben's doing in Thailand. It's going to be interesting. Us, uh, we'll still be doing video conferencing for the pod. Doing the pod. And I'm sure you have some cracking stories, mate. I can't yeah. wait to hear them. Yeah, no, I'll be, I'll be living them on the pod. So, yeah, mate, I'll be reporting from there. And, uh, yeah, if you've got any questions about wanting to travel full-time or you just wanted to get out there and uh, try the remote working, feel free to um, tweet tweet at me, at AU on Twitter or at BabyBackBerg, and we'll, we'll try and get uh, to your questions on the pod. And we'll see how digital nomading really is behind the scenes, mate. <laughs> behind the scenes. If it's actually worth it or people just want this, oh, look, I'm in a beach on Bali, but really you're crying all the time because you miss your mates. Because <laughs> you miss your friends. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. We'll keep people apprised. Right now, mate. Jump into memes. Maybe the, the week. Right, i got a couple and these oh, these make <laughs> me laugh. So first one is, beautiful one, Steve Carell, where he's like young and he's got a mullet and a bum bag. He's shaking his manager's hand and it's manager telling us we are a family. <laughs> and there's Steve Carell where he's like, me who has applied to 30 other families this week. <laughs> so one of our advisors, T, he hates this phrase, as do I, where companies like, we're a family here. It's like, no, motherfucker, we ain't a family. I'm here for that cash, son. Like, God damn. Like, I'm here, we have a contractual obligation. Yeah. Like, this is what we have. We are not a family. And you think about families, like, families, like, treat you like crap all the time. You know, they're really yeah. annoying, but you stick by them all the time. Businesses are not that. They need to, like, treat you really well. You're there to do a certain set of things. We are absolutely not a family. If you treat me crap, I will find another family. <laughs> And then the next one, there's old mate, and he just looks hilarious with his like kind of comb over, and he's basically hanging off a building, and someone's leaning down, just grabbing his hand, and it says 99.99% of bacteria. He's going, God, ah, oh, and he's whimpering because he's about to fall. And then there's 0.01% of bacteria at the top holding his arm, saying, I got you, I got you, brother. And then Danny DeVito appears out of nowhere, this big lump of wood, and he's like sanitizer, hand sanitizer. Oh no, you don't! And just bumps him in the face with a big lump of wood. <laughs> this one really cracked me up because all sanitizer is like 99.99% of germs will get ri- it'll get rid of. And we think that's fantastic. In my old job, I used to sit next to a guy and he was the head of infectious diseases. He's like, bruh, it's like, you know that 0.001%? That's like over 200,000 different type of bacteria. <laughs> so we think we're all good, but no, nah, you get slaughtered. <laughs> Mate, um, this one got me in the feels. So it's a kid and it says, when someone asks me why I'm always on my phone, and the caption is, it prevents me from being alone with my thoughts. <laughs> and I was like, oh, bruh. <laughs> this is what we talked about last week yeah. where people are afraid to be bored. Yeah. You always need to be entertained because otherwise you have to deal with your shit. But if you deal with your shit and you do the hard thing, you'll have a much better life. Yeah. Oh, man. Ride the feels. <laughs> Ride the feels. And this one is for Ben. This is Ben. It's a, it's a chimp. And it says... <laughs> The caption is just, think twice. Bro, I didn't even think once. <laughs> and this is just you, mate, jumping into everything. And I have to be like, whoa, 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 wait. Why are we doing this? What does this mean for our business? What resources do we need? This is like Thailand. Just go to Thailand, book done. And I'm like, have you done anything apart from that? No, nah, bro, it's all good. Take him a suitcase. I've got some new suitcases. I'm gone, man. I'm gone. <laughs> At least you've booked a week, Kentucky. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you got your first week sorted. Yeah, everything happy else will figure that. out. Mate, bloody hell. Right, mate, nice work. Middle of the week, man. What are you... Have you seen one of these before? No, I haven't. It looks so like a. I what, don't kind, know. what kind of cuisine would you say this is? Uh, is it? I was going to say Indian, but yeah, boy, well done. Right, yeah. good. All right, so this is masala dosa. So what this is, it's like long thin. It's like fermented rice, and it's like really long and thin, and they fry it. And on the inside, you've got like. Um, curry potato yep. and it's just absolutely delicious and then you got all your dipping sauces so you got the kind of spicy one on the right the cooling one on the left and then the one where it's like kind of like a 
onion curry sauce type thing. So this was at a, a local curry spot. Amazing. And this came to me through the Indian grapevine through my mum, right? Because <laughs> all the Indians vine. get together, like, this place is really good. <laughs> and we couldn't go there for a while. They lost their chef. Now they've got a cut-down menu. But we went with our friends who haven't seen in a while, which is amazing. Sit out the front, beautiful weather, nice glass of wine. And this was just incredible. This would have been about whoa, 60 centimetres long. <laughs> and you just, you're just breaking off this amazing crispy nice. uh, dosa. And it's got that kind of almost sourdough taste to yeah. it. And you're just dipping it in. It was just brilliant, mate. And honestly, I, there's nothing wrong with this at all. I would give this a 10 out of 10. It amazing, was so man. good. It, it looks was, good. It was brilliant. It was cracking. Right. I'm back to my chicken days, mate. It's been a minute since I've brought uh, a chicken dish on to middle of the week. Here we have Berg's is a cracking chicken parmigiana at the uh, Melbourne airport. So what we've got here at the airport. At the airport. Wow. Yeah, went went down to the airport. Now the lounge. I reckon the lounge is overrated. The lounge food's a bang average. So I said, "Fuck this! I'm going to the, I'm going to the restaurant." <laughs> <laughs> went at a wicked chicken parmy. Just a nice double slice of ham. Chicken was you know sort of you know um, sort of thick, juicy, good good coating, not too much batter. Uh, good chips, well seasoned with a glass coke, mate. And can I just add, glass cokes are so much better than like plastic or can. Bro, I completely agree with you. Even when I have like gin and tonic, the yeah. tonic in a glass is so yeah. much better. But when you go to other places, like in when I went to London, their bottled plastic Coke was like our glass Coke. Really? We get stiffed over here, man. Yeah, man. I think we get stiffed. The other thing too, I will say like uh, the over the bar, the what's it called when they have it on the uh, on the tap? Oh, yeah. Coke, post mix. Post mix. That's cracking as well. Ah, yeah. But they got to get that mix right. Yeah. Like sometimes there's way too much syrup. Or way too much water. You're like, <laughs> yeah. man, this is just like water. Sometimes you just have it and it's got that kind of like taste. And you can actually taste the like, you know how they've got a special recipe. There's yeah. like some different spices in there and it just bubbles on your tongue yeah. and hits you in the face. That's the good coke. <laughs> That's, the good coke. <laughs> That's the good coke. <laughs> so, yeah, Berg, this is about an, a, a, a 9.5. I wasn't overly happy with the... With the tomato sauce, so that's all the relish that goes on. Not relish, but you know, you know what goes with the, the palmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit lumpy the, the tomatoes, but everything else, mate, was pretty good. So I'm going to give it a nine point five. Mate, look at that token salad. Someone just gave up on life. It's it looks like I didn't someone... even touch the salad. Yeah, Actually, you, you know wouldn't... what? I'm, this is this is an eight. I remember the salad. <laughs> I didn't even touch the salad. That, that was like you know the it's like the old bag of like the woolly salad that's it's... that's been left over from last night's dinner at, at Nan's house. And they've just oh. jammed it on the. <laughs> it's like shredded coleslaw, but shredded on like the worst grater you've ever seen. They haven't even used a mandolin, and they've just put some kind of random brown vinaigrette on it, <laughs> and it literally looks like. You remember like back in the day whenever you went to like, you know, chicken treat or red rooster and you get the coleslaw, if you left that in the sun for six weeks and it was just dry and old and disgusting and half yeah, moldy and yeah. they just put it on your plate. You know when someone's moving house and they had like that, you know, leftover stuff in their fridge? This is like that thing that your mate like gave you their leftover bag of like salad that you didn't want that's been in there for like three months and they've just jammed on there. You know what this looks like? This looks like when one of your mates has been sick after a big night on the sauce and they have a big vom and then you go out the front the next day and it's all dried. That's what that looks like. (laughs) (laughs) That's what that reminds me of. (laughs) Fan, this has gone from a 9.5 to like a (laughs) 6. Oh, Oh, mate. How good. Nice work. Uh, Cool. Now, is there any... Do we have any accountability at the moment? I think think we're probably... Yeah, we caught up with all of that. We did a big update last yeah. week. And then, you know, doing week-to-week updates, like, That's yeah, I'm still lifting, still doing it. But, yeah. you know, we want to give you progress. We want to give you the beans. We want to give you the beans. So if you want an update on how Berg's dunking, you can listen to episode 39. Uh, and also my uh, social media stuff, you can head over to episode 39. But we might wrap it up there, Berg's. It's a good episode for those that want to get out there and start uh, working remotely. Again, if you have any questions, feedback, if you like this podcast, we'd love for you to send it to a, a friend. 
otherwise, you can tweet at us at Ben Simpson AU on Twitter and at BabyBackBerg. And, mate, we'll see you on the next episode. Catch you, champions. Thanks, guys.